So hello and welcome back to Writing Off the Deep End. Yeah. I'm Jeffrey Edwards. And I'm Mary Thaler. And today we're going to be talking about dramatic writing. Right. So again, uh, something that we've both been playing with in different ways. Let's start with yours. Now, you've been writing an opera. Right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we actually presented the opera in, in a kind of finished format. It mm -hmm. ended up being a virtual opera, but but regardless of the form it was actually presented in, mm -hmm. it still required writing a libretto. Right? Yes. And, and when I first looked into it, I thought, you know, I looked, I tried to find guidebooks on writing a libretto, but there aren't any. <laughs> Which is funny because there's, there's a million how to write books on how to write your novel, how to write your short story. Um, but maybe opera writing is this closed so secret society. Of yeah, I found a writers. very, very old book from mm -hmm. the 1920s yeah. that gave, but it was more an analysis of the, 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 mm -hmm. the 19th century operas mm -hmm. and then suggested how one might use mm -hmm. it in the 20th century. Now, and I've since been... found a few articles, but not mm -hmm. at the time I wrote it, I had no guidelines. You, you did watch opera and enjoy opera. I loved opera. Right? I so love you, opera. You had a, you knew, you had a sense of the Yes, and it, it happened because, um, because I've been writing these science fiction mm -hmm. stories, novels, yeah. and I encountered um, some people in the music department at the university where I work, and they said, well, we have this project to develop an opera, uh, we've applied once and been turned down, uh, but one of the reasons we were turned down is we didn't have a scenario. And I said, well, I'm writing this science fiction stuff. Would you be interested? And yeah. they said yes. So it was a, a kind of, a, you know, an opportunistic mm -hmm. context. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we developed, uh, and so we, we applied for funding and yeah. we, we were awarded uh, um, uh, relatively, it wasn't enough to do a full-scale opera, but it was enough to get the thing up yeah. and up and into a certain kind of shape. So, now, did you how how did you know that your that the story which you'd already written as prose would be uh, could be adapted as an opera? Did you see operatic elements in it? Well, I or? think my work is operatic in a kind of way, yes. And, but but, and but that... the challenge, no, because it's it's large canvas. Mm -hmm. um, it has both personal dilemmas and societal dilemmas that are yeah. being worked out simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So this kind of lends itself to an operatic treatment, I think. Okay. But the challenge was... Uh, an, novel doesn't make an opera. An opera is a smaller piece than mm -hmm. the novel, gen generally. I mean, yes. and, and so I had to take the novel and cut it back, in, mm -hmm. you know. And, well, sir, and we also only had enough money to do... We weren't doing a full opera, like a two-hour opera or a 90-minute mm -hmm. opera. We decided we would do a 20-minute opera. Mm -hmm. So that meant one scene. Yeah, there's a lot that needed to be... To, to be pared to pare down and finding a way and it's also you know it's a it's a team effort so mm -hmm. you've got the you've got the um, I was the librettist you've got composers there were two composers involved in the project uh, I had a, a colleague who was a designer yeah. that had got involved doing the designing 
and I had another colleague who was a choreographer that we got doing doing mm-hmm. dance sequences. But all of these pieces had to jive together. Yeah. And so I think I went through seven drafts for mm-hmm. the seven major drafts for mm-hmm. the libretto. We constantly had to be updated. We're also trying to make the opera interactive, which had its own challenges. In interactive terms of the, with the audience. With the audience, yeah. and that had additional constraints. So mm-hmm. uh, I think for the earlier episode, I said a lot of constraints. Well, sometimes you can get so many constraints, it's hard to figure out where to go at all. <laughs> yeah. Did an episode where we talked about community and we talked about how writing is is very solitary and that can negatively impact your mental health to be a writer all alone. This sounds like the opposite. It is experience. not well. I mean, you're at, you're at home doing the work. Yeah. But then you have to bring it in and mm-hmm. share it with other people, and then mm-hmm. there are the constraints that come into it. So, but I ultimately enriches. And I like that. Yeah. I, I like. I have to say that I, so it's written in, so it's a libretto, so it's mm-hmm. written in verse form, if you like, Yeah. although there are some recital parts, but, um, and I loved the discipline of working out the, the rhythmic mm-hmm. sections, the verse parts, yeah. to a particular story component mm-hmm. with a particular... Uh, singer in mind in some cases yeah. and so I loved that part of the work mm-hmm. it was it was it was incredibly fun to do yeah yeah how did you how did you pick the scene you said you had to pick a single scene of uh, what was essentially a novella right yeah. um, what well it has this problem because for an opera or any dramatic production mm-hmm. uh, and originally we were thinking about actually staging this yeah um, so um, we had to come up with a, a concept for a location. So it was inside. It was taking part inside this story, which was about a, a, a city that's floating in the in the in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And the city was the sort of structure of the city was worked out, but you couldn't deal with the whole city. You had to pick a particular place, mm-hmm. and so the story started out in this one particular location on the edge of the city. And we ended up framing it so that that location would be the same frame regardless of which part of the story we were looking at. So some of the action shifts slightly, yeah. but we don't actually change location, right? This so, is what they used to call the three unities. Exactly. I, I, I don't know my theater history well enough, yes. but I know they used to talk about the three unities, that it should all be in one setting and about one group of people and in a, a certain span of time. Right. That, that's actually a practical matter. It's a practical it? matter. So in fact, you if you go to, to any modern yeah. uh, uh, staging dramatic yeah. piece, mm-hmm. um, it tends to be the way things are done. Yeah, right. But obviously, for a small twenty-minute thing, yeah. you couldn't expect to do. And there's an elegance to it that's there's an elegance lovely. To it. Yeah. yeah. Now, a, a libretto is actually how much text are we talking about? Like each song is only a few. Lines, am I right? Or? Well, it depends, right? So, um, possibly, you know, I mean, obviously, the opera that we that I wrote was one that reflects mm-hmm. my style, yeah, as opposed to other styles, and and certainly, some of the discussions we had with the musicians suggested that it could be 
sparser than it was. Because mm-hmm. it's science fiction, and so the problem with science fiction is you have to get a certain amount of exposition out yeah. in order to explain what's going on. The world building. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, unlike an opera that would take place in, in an existing context where you can do things very, very quickly, mm-hmm. in this context you have to spend a certain amount of time laying these things out. So yeah. the so the density of of text inside the songs was probably a bit higher than one would normally see in an opera, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but the, you know, I was working really good, really good composers, and they managed to figure out. I think I wrote for the the main chorus piece. I think I wrote um, um, three verses with two cor- with the, the chorus between each of them. Mm-hmm. And the composer only wrote the music for the first two verses with the interlude and, and left out the third verse. Okay. But it kind of worked. It didn't really need the third. So I That's think, that teamwork. That yeah, that's not exactly. all the decisions get to be yours. No, too. they There's don't There's a always. kind of letting go of control yeah, in, yeah, this, yeah. in this genre. Yeah. yeah. So that so. was interesting. Wow. And, uh, and uh, we had written... I'd written another song, um, and I was working, so I had a, another consultant, musical consultant, an old friend, mm-hmm. who was very, very good in that, and um, she said, your story is missing a piece. You need a, you'd an, an aria that gives this feeling of intimate, and the struggle that the main character is going through, you need an aria that expresses that. Yeah. So. I'd written the full libretto and been working it for a while, and I added in a new aria mm-hmm. that would do this role, and wow. it made the piece, you know, so... That's was, amazing. Uh, yeah. It sounds like it was a really good experience. You're thinking of doing another one, right? I am. I had applied for money and got turned down, but uh, and now I'm retired, so I'm not sure if I'm going to do that again, but I'm certainly enamored of the form enough that I'd like to find another opportunity to do that. Okay, so I think we finished uh, for um, opera. Um, we decided actually to split this section on dramatic writing into two pieces. So this first piece dealt with opera, and next week we're going to talk about theatre because Mary's done a bit more work with the theatre. The opera was mostly my work, but the theatre one is mostly Mary's work. So Yeah, so join us in the next episode, and thank you so much for watching. And don't forget to subscribe if you like what you see. And if you're on the podcast, uh, just come back and listen to us again.